you need the light? No, we don't need the light. You need the light? No, we don't need the light. You need light? You don't need light? Stop. Sixteen was the last one. If you do a favor for superior people, they repay you well, even for a small favor. And consider the story of a person who became equal to a prince as a result of giving a single sour fruit. And we read th we read that story, and uh, for me, it didn't make sense. <laughs> it was kind of confusing, and there was no sour fruit. <laughs> Before we begin, usually before you uh, begin any activity, you have to check your motivation. You have to make sure that the reason you're doing it is the best reason. And if you have a bad motivation, you want to stop it because you don't want, your, you don't want a bad motivation to make you do something. 
check your motivation. Why am I doing this? And if you have to do it, then you want your motivation to be the best that you that you the best motivation that you can have. So we are gonna be studying Dharma, reading Dharma. So we want our motivation to be the best that it can be. So first thing we do is correct our motivation. And sometimes we use prayers to help us, but we're not going to really do prayers. Just spend some time thinking about this. Is, this is really the imagery I, I like to uh, like to conjure up when it comes to motivation. Think that you are about to encounter. Uh, a very powerful, magical something. <laughs> a very powerful, magical something. <laughs> we don't know what that something is yet, but it's gonna be, it's powerful. It's going to be magical. And what's magical about it is like we will we will be able to get whatever we want from it. Okay, and we have to think about what do we want when we finally meet that magical, powerful something. Now, if your motivation is the reason, okay, when I encounter this most powerful, magical thing, I want ice cream, then ice cream is all you'll get. But if you want, but if you think about it, this is the most powerful, nothing is more powerful than it, and it will actually give you what you want. Do you really just want ice cream? So you got to think of what's the highest thing I can think of to get. Something that nothing else will, will, will uh, surpass it. Then you think, okay, this is what I want. Okay. So, it will go something like this. Like in my mind, I'm going to say it out loud.
so we finished with the we finished with the with the nice story about the sour fruit. Now we on verse seventeen. A good lineage is preserved by right conduct. But a lineage is useless if conduct declines. People love the fragrance of sandalwood, but who wants its burnt ashes? I got the first sentence, but the second sentence, I don't think I get that one. I guess we have to go through that one. We have to go through it together. You can help me get it. I guess, uh, what do you understand the first sentence to mean? A good lineage is preserved by right conduct, but a lineage is useless if conduct declines. What do you think that is? That means? What's a good lineage? Now that's a word you encounter a lot in Buddhism, lineage. Are you in the right lineage? Are you in a good lineage? You want to come to my name, lineage. <laughs> I'm looking for a good lineage. <laughs> it's like a club almost, right? <laughs> a family. Uh, actually, sometimes they, they call it a family, like the Bodhisattvas are considered to be a family. Like uh, when you read the sutras, when it talks about the family, oh, good daughter or good son of the good family. That means you're in the best family in the universe. <laughs> Not in the world, but in the universe. You're in the greatest family ever. You, you got Buddhas as fathers, Buddhas as mothers. You got all the Bodhisattvas as brothers and sisters. I mean, what family can be better than that? <laughs> okay. So good lineage or good tradition a good <laughs> club, a good family is preserved by right conduct. And the last and the next part of it, but the lineage is useless if conduct declines. Now, does that help you when I'm just repeating the sentence? <laughs> uh, a good lineage is a good family. A good group. Uh, uh, the lineage they're talking about here, of course, is uh, you have a religion or a, a, a philosophy or something like that, and within it, you have different mem different lineages, different members. Okay. And if a possibly one is saying my lineage is good, that's why I'm in I'm this in lineage, right? But what makes a lineage good is the how the people in that lineage conduct themselves. If the people are not conducting themselves correctly, then it doesn't matter if the lineage that they are from is really good. Then that person sort of uh, they now they they are they have become the the dirt. <laughs> they are soiling the lineage. They're making the lineage no longer good. It's like when you hear, oh, someone comes from a good family. 
what happened to that person? <laughs> they came from a good family. What happened? So they, they're not thinking about so much about the person. They're thinking about the whole family, how everyone in that family conducted themselves uh, correctly. So that family is now good. So the, the, a, a group, uh, an organization that causes that where everyone is acting correctly. Is everyone, and what would that mean, acting correctly? Acting in ways that benefits others. Acting in ways that doesn't harm, especially that doesn't ha that doesn't harm any any other per person. So whatever they do, they do it because it doesn't harm others, because it uh, benefits others, and of course themselves. It doesn't harm themselves, and it doesn't harm uh, others. And that's what makes it good. So that's good conduct, right conduct. But a lineage is useless if conduct declines. So, a deeper way of looking at this uh, was like you're a Buddhist or you're or Christian or, or whatever you're following. Well, since this is a Buddhist place, let's, let's say Buddhist. <laughs> if you're a Buddhist, then the the teachings that you receive, they're supposed they come from a lineage. If the teaching that everyone, if they by practicing the teaching, everyone practices the teaching, they end up getting a good result. Then you said the lineage is good, okay. But in it's the teaching that is very important. And someone can be part of a group in, in like, let's say, this lineage, for example. It's good. It's the best. Why? Because I'm in it. <laughs> I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't take part of a lineage that wasn't the best, right? <laughs> Isn't that why you're here? Because this is the best. <laughs> So what makes it the best, I'll tell you. Because <laughs> 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 the teaching, by, pa by following the teaching, by following the, the advice, uh, it leads you to a place where you want to be. It leads to a good result. And we say it's good also because uh, since the time of the Buddha, the Buddha taught the teaching, and the person who received it practiced it well, and then taught someone else, and that person practiced it well, and taught someone else. So everyone was, everyone in, all the way up to us. Now it's up to us now to practice it, practice it well, and then give it to someone else. Okay, and that's how we are transmitting the lineage. But if any one of us uh, stop acting correctly, then the lineage is becomes useless. Then it's not of any use to for for the for the person that you're giving it to. Uh, although the teaching may be wonderful, the person that you're going to give the lineage to, if the person looks at you and doesn't find you to be someone to be of a good example, you are somewhat telling the person what I'm doing, what I'm studying is making me act this way. And the person, if the person sees that you're not acting in a way that they want to act 
They say, I, I don't think I want <laughs> what's making you behave this way. I don't want that what you're drinking. <laughs> okay. So it's very important to to practice what what the lineage teaches you to practice. Okay. But that doesn't mean that oh, Frank is talking. <laughs> doesn't mean that everything that the lineage tells you to do that you have to do it. The real lineage is what really gets you to where, uh, uh, as I said in the beginning, as far as uh, motivation, my motivation is to be re happy. What was that? How did I say it again? To be happy? To have ha never, never, ending never ending happiness. Okay. If my motivation is to have never ending happiness, and I'm uh, somehow in the lineage, it came to be, you must have Kentucky Fried Chicken at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say it came, it came in the lineage like that. Somebody said it, right? Since you're vegetarian, and you know that eating Kentucky Fried Chicken at 3 o'clock in the morning is, not, is, is nowhere connected to making you happy forever, then you say, I don't think I have to follow that. <laughs> Okay, so not everything that is said in the li lineage is necessarily something for you to follow. The important thing is you must have keep in your mind your good conduct, keep in your mind what you really want, okay, and keep going after that. And as far as as, as far as your conduct is concerned, if it's correct, then what you believe in, if it's something that you 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 uh, consider to be something that will that is right. Then you then you are following the lineage and you are keeping the lineage pure. Just because someone says you have to eat chicken at three o'clock in the morning, now you're confused. Wait a minute, I'm vegetarian. Wait a minute, I can't eat at three o'clock. I'm working at that time. How am I going to eat Kentucky Fried Chicken? Wait a minute, there's no Kentucky Fried Chicken where I live. <laughs> I'm in trouble. I cannot follow the lineage anymore. There's no way I'm going to get to happiness. Okay, I'm I'm doomed. All right. <laughs> But if you were to th stop and think for a moment, wait a minute, maybe this is not really part of the lineage. This instruction that I'm getting right now, maybe it's just something that somebody, maybe somebody one day while he was eating Kentucky Fried Chicken at 3 o'clock in the morning, all of a sudden, said, <laughs> so wait a minute, this just tastes good. <laughs> now, I think everybody should eat Kentucky Fried Chicken at 3 o'clock in the three o'clock. Right? <laughs> and somebody who was trying to be nice, maybe he was uh, somebody who was uh, uh, a student who respected that person, said, wait a minute, if that person is eating Kentucky Fried Chicken at 3 o'clock in the morning, or 3 o'clock in the afternoon, whichever, um, I, I don't know, 3 o'clock in the morning would be better. <laughs> so that person eating Kentucky Fried Chicken at 3 o'clock in the morning, and that person is always happy. Maybe it's because that person eats Kentucky Fried Chicken <laughs> at 3 o'clock in the morning, and starts spreading the rumor. What was that? Yeah, that person is not. Uh, that person who's spreading that rumor is not considering that. <laughs> it's a bad rumor. <laughs> See, it's spreading already. <laughs> so it's not eating Kentucky Fried Chicken at three o'clock in the morning that makes me, that makes you happy. Okay. All right. <laughs>
Now the second part of the sentence, that's why I really wanted help. People love the fragrance of sandalwood. Yeah, I like the fragrance of sandalwood. You like the fragrance of sandalwood? No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you like the sandalwood? Okay. But who wants its burnt ashes? That part I don't get. I mean, who wants ashes of anything? Well, I guess there are some people who actually do something with ashes. But who wants its burnt ashes? People love the fragrance of sandalwood, but who wants its burnt ashes? And repeating it the fifth time doesn't help me. <laughs> what do you think that means? Gardeners might want it. Gardeners might want it, yeah. But they're not talking about gardeners, yeah. They're not thinking about gardeners wanting it. Well, once you've burned incense, an incense stick, and then the wonderful fragrance of sandalwood has gone into the air, and you love the scent. Once the, the incense stick has become ash, become uh, becomes ashes, you can't burn the you cannot burn the ashes. You cannot get the, sandal, the smell of sandalwood from it, right? Yeah. See, the burnt ashes came from what? Good sandalwood, right? So as long as it's sandalwood, people want it. People want to want to smell it. But no, so <laughs> when you don't want it. And if remember, it's every every two sentences. All the verses are two sentences. One sentence and an example of the uh, of the sent of the what was before. So, if you apply this now to good conduct, right? So when you are, you think of lineage, a family, a club, right? If you're someone who's of good conduct, that's like that's like that's like the fragrance of sandalwood. And everybody wants you in their club, right? <laughs> because you have good conduct, you will you will you will help the lineage. You will you will make the lineage uh, uh, continue and get better, or be more be uh, more uh, famous. But if you're just burnt ashes, that means if you don't have any good conduct, nobody wants you. Just like nobody wants burnt ashes. No no club will take you. No family will. Uh, Adopt you, <laughs> something like that. Okay. And and you also don't just think of it, of it as a person getting into a uh, a person getting into a place, like that. Consider this place to be like a, a lineage or a club, and we're looking for uh, members. So we will look for people who will help help make this continue. So we look for people who have good conduct or people who can be made to have good conduct. Right. So, but that's one way to look at it. But also look at it more in a sense of, like for example, that rumor about <laughs> Kentucky Fried Chicken at the three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> that is like burnt ashes, as far as an idea, for example, right? As far as an idea that will help you, uh, help your mind, help you get to where you want to get to is uh, good conduct 
holding good conduct, thinking about, okay, what will help me strengthen my ability to have good conduct? Those kinds of thoughts are like fragrance, or like the fragrance of sandalwood. They, they will help you as far as your own lineage is concerned from the time that you started and, the, and where you're looking forward to, to, go, to get to. And the idea of eating Kentucky Fried Chicken at 3 o'clock in the morning is bad conduct as far as the lineage is concerned. Because your lineage is your own personal lineage as far as your own self is concerned. It's from, to continue from where you are to eventually end up like me get to happiness that, that never ends. If I put in, okay, I need to eat Kentucky Fried Chicken at 3 o'clock in the morning and that has nothing to do with getting to happiness that doesn't end. Let's say I'm allergic to, 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 to chicken. I'm allergic to chicken and then someone, someone said I have to eat Kentucky Fried Chicken at 3 o'clock in the morning. Now, I don't think I'm going to be happy. Especially if you're a vegetarian, right? <laughs> And you have to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning on top of that. <laughs> okay. That's in the first case mm-hmm. where your conduct is helping everyone where, uh, to keep the lineage going. As far as let's let's call the lineage, you know, whatever. Uh, Gumei's lineage, right? Gumei Rinpoche's lineage. So to keep Gumei Rinpoche's lineage going, everyone involved have to keep good conduct, so that when people are looking at it from the outside, they will see it as something attractive, that they will want to get involved, they will want to participate in what they're doing. Or oh, what are they doing over there that keeps them this way? That's the group thing, and also there's the personal aspect also, where uh, the way what you take in, the ideas that you allow to take in, the idea that you allow to, to make you do things, you have to be careful about those, uh, those things and not let them in. Okay. Alright. Do you agree with that? Okay. <laughs> I think I'm satisfied with that too. <laughs> the, second, the second part of the of this. Now the second, the verse 18, is going to take a lot of explanation. Just because of one word that's thrown in there. Could you read that for us? Read that verse 18. Mm-hmm. They always put that, put the, make the second sentence of it uh, difficult <laughs> to understand. <laughs> uh, right? Isn't that true? The first, se- the first sentence, you understand it, right? Though a great person may become weak for a short time, don't worry about that. Okay, yeah, I understand that. So I'm not worrying about that. Now, this is saying about the planet Rahula. Wait a minute. Earth, Mars, Mercury. <laughs> I don't remember any the name Rahula listed uh, among the names of the planets. And not only did they mention this planet I've never heard of, it it grabs onto the moon, and then the moon is freed afterwards. What are they talking about? 
Maybe there is an explanation in the back. No, I looked already. There's no explanation <laughs> in the back. <laughs> uh, maybe this, I, I, I should have Googled it. <laughs> Anybody have a Blackberry here? <laughs> no. Okay, the planet Rahula. Okay. Uh, a little bit that I know of, uh, somehow in, in Tibetan, I'm not sure if it's Tibetan astrology, <laughs> Tibetan mythology, or, or definitely not astronomy. <laughs> I don't know, is, is there a planet that eats other, another, the moon and spits it out? Uh, not an that eclipse? I, an eclipse. Oh, that, 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 hmm. There could be something there. Yeah. So, okay, let's imagine looking at a looking at an eclipse of the moon, because you can't <laughs> you can't do that with the sun. If, if you can just picture it in your mind right now, watching a... Uh, did you ever see a lunar eclipse? Mm -hmm. Eclipse of the, lo of the moon? Mm -hmm. Never? That was, there, there was one recently, right? Not so long ago. Really? Yeah, did, did you see it? Did you actually sit no, and... Oh. Uh, <laughs> but I actually saw a little bit of it. Mm -hmm. So... Imagine you're, you're you're looking at it, and then all of a sudden you look, you're looking at the moon. It's full, and then all of a sudden it starts to it starts to grow. It starts to get lesser and lesser and lesser. So to explain what's going on, since you know that there are planets in the sky, and you think, oh, there, there must be a planet. And not that it's true, but no, trying to explain it, <laughs> there must be a planet eating up the moon because that's what it looks like because a chunk a chunk of it goes off chunk of it, it disappears and another chunk disappears and then it looks like you know, like when you're eating something like piece by piece it disappears like chicken like, like, chicken <laughs> 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 it didn't all of a sudden disappear <laughs> So some say. <laughs> so, seeing that they, they must they must have thought that oh it must there must be a planet eating the moon, and then after a while, uh, the moon somehow frees itself, and then that's when they, they see the moon coming out again. Okay, so that's that's what that's what the planet Rahula is supposed to be. It's that shadow that slowly goes over the moon. Because I don't think anyone can ever say that they saw the planet Rahula. Right. Yeah, I have to ask the, the Tibetans. Uh, who has ever seen the planet Rahula? Yeah, when there's an eclipse, that's when you see it. <laughs> okay. And so, if you just understand it that way, eventu well, eventually the strong, uh, a great person may become weak for a short time don't worry about that. Okay. So at times, look at it as uh, look at it uh, this 
as referring to your, your own self, right? There are sometimes you're weak not only physically, but sometimes you may be weak mentally. Sometimes you may be weak emotionally. Sometimes you may be weak as far as uh, th- what they're talking specifically about here. You may be weak as far as ethics is concerned. Like, like uh, anger is so much for you at that on that particular day. You just just are weak, and you and and uh, unfortunately for you, it makes you act. You yell at someone. You think some awful thoughts about someone, or you do something, or you, you harm someone. Okay. So if you are if you're someone who's always thinking about having good conduct, always thinking about having strong ethics, it's just at that moment you had a moment of weakness. Don't let that become your new identity in a sense of, oh, I'm an awful person, I'm always I'm, I'm an angry person. Don't 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 think that way. Think more in a sense of or oh, maybe it was the chicken that I ate at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> See, there's proof that it doesn't work. <laughs> so some, something may have happened, maybe a very sad uh, 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 situation. You may have witnessed a very sad situation, and that puts you in a weak position where now you're encountering this moment where uh, uh, anger seems to be the... Uh, uh, your anger is being tested. And then because of what happened, or because of that moment, you're weak and anger takes over. So... So just like the planet Rahula, <laughs> uh, uh, just like the moon, it's not the planet, just like the moon, uh, although there's a moment where it becomes weak, it doesn't shine, cannot shine anymore because of Rahula, eventually the moon shines again. So if you, if you don't identify with that moment as being, that's who you are, I am an angry person. Just think more of it, I'm a, I'm, an, I'm someone who's wanting to be ethical and I'm now in a moment of weakness uh, uh, this weakness will go away and you have to strength you have to go uh, when, when you're not being tested when someone is not yelling at you when someone is not doing something that makes you angry at, when you are not in those moments that's the time for you to strengthen your ethics it's a time for you to say for you to say, for you to look at look at yourself and and say, tell yourself, when such and such situation comes up that might make me angry, I'm deciding now not to allow myself to make angry to become angry, and that's it's those moments, it's those times that actually gives you the strength, so that next time when you are weak and those moments comes that will that uh, uh, tries to grab onto your your anger, you will ha- you will find the strength. Not to be, not not to allow yourself to be taken over by anger. Okay. And the reason that we don't want to be taken over by anger, one of the things uh, w- that happens is uh, at that very moment you become like a crazy person. You can't think straight. You can't you can't think s- straight anymore. You cannot think rationally anymore. You become stupid, and then you will end up doing something stupid, <laughs> right? So that's what that's why we shouldn't allow anger to take over, to take control, okay? Because we recognize it's not a benefit to us. Okay. Right. Uh, let me see. Uh, I believe it or not, uh, I remember when I was maybe seven or yeah seven. When I was around age seven, I had a very bad temper. 
Yeah, that's true. <laughs> at the age of seven, seven, eight, around that age, I would add a very bad temper. As soon as, and, and in the moment of anger, I was angry that I was angry, and I became more angry. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I felt the need to break something. I felt the need to do something so I can, so I can get rid of this awful feeling of being angry. Now, how did I get myself to stop? I, when I'm not angry, when I'm not in those situations of being angry, I used to uh, think about, look, look at myself, how I looked, how I felt, look at how I, I uh, look, look, look at the the me that was completely taken over by anger, and it wasn't attractive, and it wasn't a, it wasn't a state that I wanted to be. And I, and, and I just thought about that. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like to being angry. And, uh, and I started to think about, okay, what, did, what, what, did, what, was it, what was it that made me angry in the first place? And, and, I, and at that moment, I, I started to decide, okay, this is not something to get angry about. Of course, it didn't work the first time I did it. <laughs> I said it. Even, uh, but eventually, just thinking that, this is not something to get angry about. This is not something to get angry about when I'm not angry, when I'm not, when I'm not confronted. And eventually, uh, when a situation similar would come up and, and, I, would, and I could see anger starting to come up, and, and, and when I saw the anger coming up, then I would, then I would repeat what, what, I, what I was saying to myself. This is not something to get angry about. This is not something to get angry about. And what I, uh, what I uh, discovered, what I was doing, I was distracting myself. If I kept looking at the thing that was making me angry, I would just get angry. But because I was distracting myself with, with the thoughts, this is not something to get angry about. Just saying those words, I was actually distracting myself. I was no longer allowing myself to just be, just see what was making me angry. And, event and, and eventually, Later on, I was able to, even though I could look at the thing that was making me angry, I already said that this is not something to make me angry. I started to look at it now and, and play with it. Play with it in the sense of, instead of, instead of, it's like, imagine uh, anger making waves or anger making, <laughs> anger making waves coming at it, right? Instead of, instead of, instead of having it throw anger making waves at me, I, I made it instead of send me compassion making waves. And so in, now I was having a reaction, but the reaction wasn't anger anymore, it was compassion. Instead of saying, instead of saying this is something to make me angry, it became something to, to me, for me to have compassion for. And of course, the first time, first, it's practice. So the first, since it is practice, that means you're not, you're not quite there yet. You have to do it little by little, little by little, little by little. And eventually, something that, that made you angry, that used to make you angry, instead of making you angry when, you look, when, when it's happening, instead of having an immediate, immediate uh, reaction of anger, you can have an immediate reaction of compassion. You can have an immediate reaction of love. Or you could just say, oh, it's not, this is not something to get angry about. And you eat ice cream instead. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> but it has to be butter pecan. <laughs> That's the lineage. <laughs> High noon. <laughs> Uh, I think that's enough for the for the verses. Let's, let's do a little meditation. Okay. Comfortable on the, on the floor like that? You want a cushion? Okay. Yeah, that's the goal to be able to sit like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So, first thing is to make sure your body is not going to interfere with the meditation. And the way to make sure the body is not going to interfere is to make, make the body comfortable. And how do you know if your body is comfortable? There's a sh- there should be a nice sensation, a nice feeling just from the body itself when you have it in a proper place. So check your legs quickly, make sure they're comfortable. Check your hands. You can have them the traditional way of like this the right palm over the left with the thumbs touching a little bit. But if that's not comfortable, then put them however they may be comfortable, on your lap, on your knees, or you can have a different way of holding them together. And that's c- you also feel, it feels comfortable, it feels nice. Then you don't want your elbows to be too close to your body, and you don't want them to be too far. Have a nice, equal distance where it feels comfortable. For the shoulders, just think of let go, no need to hold your shoulders, let them go. And they naturally settle to to a place that is even and comfortable. Now already you are starting to feel a nice sensation in the body. The kind of sensation you feel when you're just about to fall asleep and the body feels real good. Okay, now let's continue with the back. You want the back to be straight. You don't want to be slumping because that's going to be uncomfortable later on. Just a nice, straight, comfortable place for the back. For your head and neck, center your head and neck, but place them in such a way that you are not holding your head and neck in place. You just let them go and they remain exactly where you place them. So they're not slumping forward, they're not slumping backward, nor to the side. And that nice feeling that you you were feeling before in the body would continue when you feel it in the neck. 
and the head. Now the mouth, teeth, and tongue. Just have them stay in a place that is natural for them to stay. Just have the tip of the tongue touching slightly, just slightly, the top part of the upper teeth. So your, your tongue is touching behind the upper teeth. Slightly. Not pressing. And that nice sensation is getting nicer. And for your eyes, you can have, you can try different ways to see what works best for you. For some people, having their eyes open works best. For others, closing them. And yet, for others, having like half open eyes is better. So whichever one is good for you, you choose that. That nice sensation now, you feel it all over your body. From the top of your head, all the way to your toes. sensation that you felt in the body is now spread to the breath. Maybe now the breath itself is having a nice sensation to it. It's calmer. It just feels nice. Just know 
decision making to have it or to be it and then make a wish for you to get to that state enjoy becoming that state and make that wish also for them
doing something, especially if it's something of virtue, you quickly uh, you make a dedication. And the way you do you can either dedicate to something specific, or you can dedicate to something more general. General would be the most, the highest general, sense of general, <laughs> would be may everyone become Buddhas. That's like the general. Specific could be like if you're there is something that you are that you're struggling to get, then you can say I dedicated to achieving that, and everyone else who wants to achieve it may they achieve it also. That would be like more specific, and you can also you know be as creative as you can with the specific. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of the Sunday. Sun came out. Yeah. <laughs>